This is AgriPulse Daybreak West for Tuesday, March 7th. Brought to you by Robo AgriFinance. Good morning, I'm Jeff Alley. Here's today's headlines. UCANR touts California ag economy. Legislature eyes farm bill and meat labeling proposal gets mixed reaction. UCANR ag extends well beyond the farm gate value. Glenna Hubbiston has been frustrated for years with media reports that agriculture accounts for just 2% of the California economy. I cannot begin to tell you how much that annoys me. I use far worse language. The vice president for UC Agriculture and Natural Resources said at a presentation at the National Farmers Union annual meeting yesterday. UCANR published a report in 2019 showing the working landscape sector accounts for $333 billion in sales, a far broader economic portrait than agriculture's $50 billion in annual farm gate sales. UCANR's number, explained Humiston, is overly conservative, leaving out veterinary services and retail food sales. She hopes to soon update the report with those details included. Legislature to discuss California's Farm Bill priorities. The Senate Ag Committee is hosting an informational hearing today to go over California's priorities for the Farm Bill reauthorization. CDFA Secretary Karen Ross will present recommendations the administration submitted last week while UC Davis agriculture economist Daniel Sumner will explain the value the Farm Bill brings to rural economies. The committee has also invited leaders representing the California Farm Bureau, Fresh Fruit, Rangelands, Rural Counties, and Napa Farmers. Meanwhile, also today, the Food and Ag Board will discuss opportunities for farmers to lower their energy bills. The conversation will cover incentive grants to from the Energy Commission, rising utility rates, and the role of federal agencies. Biden says he'd veto WOTUS resolution. Removing what little doubt might have existed, the White House says President Joe Biden would veto a resolution now working its way through the House to prevent the waters of the U.S. rule from becoming law. A joint resolution introduced by Republican House and Senate members would have the effect of overturning the WOTUS rule, now scheduled to go into effect March 20th. The final rule provides clear rules of the road that will help advance infrastructure projects, economic investments, and agricultural activities, all while protecting water quality, the White House said in a statement of administration policy. The House Transportation and Infrastructure Committee approved the resolution last week, and it was placed on the House calendar as an item that may be considered. The Senate has taken no action yet. We'll have more AgriPulse Daybreak West after this. When you work with Robo AgriFinance, you get the global knowledge and financial strength of one of the world's largest and most innovative food and ag lenders, tools essential to realizing your aspirations. Discover how an unmatched network of local and sector experts can help you confront agriculture's challenges and seize the opportunities that lie ahead. Learn more and contact us at www.roboag.com. 
creating value, connecting vision. Bravo AgriFinance. Welcome back to AgriPulse Daybreak West. Lawmakers urge continued pressure in corn trade dispute with Mexico. Capitol Hill lawmakers are enthused by the first step taken yesterday in a lengthy process that could lead to a dispute panel under USMCA challenging Mexico's efforts to block genetically modified corn imports from the U.S. While this is welcome news, it should have happened sooner, Representative Adrian Smith of Nebraska said yesterday that in reaction to the Office of the U.S. Trade Representative's announcement that it is requesting technical consultations with Mexico over its decision to stop tortilla makers from using GM corn. Nonetheless, this is an important step toward formal dispute consultations, and I appreciate USTR Ambassador Catherine Tai's attention to this matter. Arkansas Senator John Bozeman, the top Republican of the Senate Ag Committee, said Mexico's actions are, quote, a clear-cut example of a partner going back on its word and stressed that the U.S., quote, has an obligation to ensure American producers are given the fair access to markets they were promised. In the meantime, Senator Deb Fisher of Nebraska called Mexico's action on GM corn, quote, a flagrant violation of USMCA and stressed that the U.S. should be prepared to pursue a full dispute settlement. Product of the USA label proposal receives mixed reviews. Ag Secretary Tom Vilsack got a standing ovation at the National Farmers Union Convention yesterday when he announced details on USDA's new proposal to require meat, poultry, or egg products carrying the product of the USA label to be derived from livestock born, raised, slaughtered, and processed domestically. But not everyone was cheering. The North American Meat Institute said the proposal conflicts with federal law, could trigger international trade retaliation, may raise prices for consumers, and would place additional duties on food safety inspection service officials who NAMI says are already overburdened and understaffed. The National Association of Meat Institute also said the proposed rule, quote, excludes many popular products made in America by workers in America and under inspection from the USDA. That would include certain brands of hot dogs, sausage, bacon, ground beef, and sliced ham. Also from USDA, the department unveiled $89 million in grants under the Meat and Poultry Intermediary Lending Program. Nonprofit lenders in seven states will be able to use the funding for revolving loan funds to finance the startup expansion and operation of meat and poultry processors. The investments are going to Alabama, Georgia, Maine, Nebraska, North Dakota, Oklahoma, and South Dakota. You can read more about Secretary Vilsack's address to the NFU as well as coverage of the USDA's seed competition report at www.agripulse.com. Bozeman and Fox ask USDA to extend comment period for proposed school nutrition standards. Two Republican leaders of committees dealing with child nutrition programs have asked the Agriculture Department for a 30-day extension on the public comment period for its proposed updates to school nutrition standards. 
Arkansas Senator John Bozeman, ranking member of the Senate Ag Committee, and North Carolina Representative Virginia Fox, chair of the House Education and Workforce Committee, told the department in a recent letter that school districts need more time to, quote, assess the extensive practical implications of the new rules. Now take note. The lawmakers say the updated rules will cost between 220 and 274 million dollars annually for schools to implement and that schools may need to make budget cuts in other areas in order to comply. Well, here's today's she said it. There's a lot of triple X rated places over there. It's just something that happens in any big city. One of those is a cooperative owned by the Exotic Dancers. That UC A&R Vice President Glenda Homiston telling the National Farmers Union how cooperatives are powerful tools in any industry, even in downtown San Francisco. Well, that's Daybreak West for this Tuesday, March 7th. Brought to you by Rommel AgriFinance. For the latest news of Washington, D.C., visit AgriPulse.com. For AgriPulse Daybreak West, I'm Jeff Alley.